up the top stars from Hollywood and from all over the world to entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving the theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. Please, please, to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Station. What's up, everybody? You are tuned in to the Drive-In Speaker Box. It is another day. We are here live. It is mm-hmm. Monday, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, December 26th. We just passed Christmas, and I'm wearing a Christmas sweater. Um, you're tuned in to this show. Um, we're about to talk about... What are you wearing there? Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet. Yeah. Uh, it's cold. So I got my... Cold pizza. Good for breakfast, but uh, you're tuned into the Drive-In Speaker Box. We're going to be talking about movies for the next hour-ish, and uh, I, as always, am your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I am Slick Doggy the Grip. And we are here. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, For those of you that are on Twitch, you just had a half hour with us behind the scenes chit-chat. We were talking about all kinds of stuff. If you want to follow us on Twitch and subscribe, you can get access to these bonus perks. Uh, You can always follow us on our Discord channel, which uh, someone's bound to throw that link up there or it is pinned in our channel information if you go to one of our facebook our twitch or our youtube channels you can check out that uh shout out to adam over on youtube saying sup dudes uh sup right back at you um happy holidays and all that and big shout outs to everybody that's already in the twitch uh comment thread just just hanging out uh, make sure to check out that sweet sweet promotional offer that's sick and dank 4HW threw out there about <laughs> low price guaranteed for increasing your followers. You can make sure you get in on that. <laughs> Dogewiener.com or yeah. something like that. <laughs> Dogewiener.fart. Yeah, the for uh, more followers. That half hour leading up to it, actually, we ended up just talking about video games uh, and did. things we did. You know what I forgot to mention, though, just real quick? Uh, I'm a big Metroidvania fan. Like the 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 style of yeah, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Metroidvania, Me- Metroid, and Castlevania. I do too. Yeah, uh, Castlevania: Symphony of the Night, one of the greatest games ever created. Hard stop. Um, often duplicated, uh, never emulated. They launched a, a big successful Netflix anime about it. So good, so good. Uh, but yeah, we were, uh, I, I, I do enjoy Metroidvania style games because I mean, it's like playing Symphony of the Night again, you know, um, uh, platformers, side scrollers, um, yeah, sign me up because I know where I'm going and it's to the right or to the left, uh, like this 360 degrees, like I'll just wind up in a corner spinning in a circle waiting for someone to stab me in the back if I'm in like a 3D environment. Um, this is not good, not fun. So, I wish um, I had a glass I could break since Velvet Santa's asking, What is man? <laughs> it's a miserable <laughs> sack of lies. Uh, How at you? Yeah. Did you, could you ever beat Dracula without like having Maria go, Richter! And like, yeah, at the beginning? You? Yeah. And oh, yeah. Whoop Dracula's dumb ass. That's how you get better. No, we, well, everybody whoops his dumb ass, but if you whoop his dumb ass before like you, you lose one life bar, and then Maria comes down and like, no, gives yeah. you magic juice, and then it makes your Alucard stronger when you start the game. If you beat him, or if you have if her you, help? No, if you beat him without her help. 
Oh yeah, I, I beat him like ninety-eight out of a hundred times. You just like you just do the kick back. But I can't remember if it's if you, if it's better to have the the cross a ring or the holy water. The holy water is like cross my, ring, my favorite always. one because you get three hits. You get one, two, and then the one on the way back. Yeah, but one of them you do like you're super, and he's like like <laughs> super saiyan. The crosses go around. Is that what it was? Yeah. Was it the cross you had to have to do that one? Yeah. Okay, I still like the holy water the best. Because if you know if you know how to position the holy water, it goes causes all the damage. Yeah. Anyhow, movies, dude. If you've but never that didn't make a fun like a, everyone liked that Castlevania Netflix. If you've never, yeah, it was a great show. If you've never heard the Castlevania Symphony Night score, it is It is like a bravissimo. It is very good. Um, I would say that because everyone else pretend their tires are cross ring. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean why Castlevania. You? you could probably kill some with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have it's to be not a werewolf. It wouldn't come back. You could, no, it wouldn't come back. And neither would they. So just like, bonk. But anyway, we're going to talk about movies. We're going to be talking about Avatar later in the program. I went and saw uh, Avatar Water Play um, or whatever, uh, Way of the Water, <laughs> oh, um, you know, uh, Wet and Wild Avatars. Yeah. Um, Avatars Gone Wild. Avatar 2, Wet and Wild. Wet and Wild. Uh, Bikini Beach Bottom Avatar, you know. Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that later in the show. Um, but before we get into that, we're this, this, the way that if you this is your if you're you're new if you've got driving speakerbox training wheels the way that the show goes is we open up and we say hey and we give you all those plugs and we like like and subscribe and blah 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 here's some links click this shit and then we give you news that happened in the week which is going to be really awkward this week because it was the Christmas week and nobody really did shit but sit around and eat popcorn and watch Avatar. Um, but then we tell you what's coming out next weekend, which is also going to be really awkward because everyone's afraid of Avatar and there's no real movies coming out this weekend. And then after that, we review a movie. And then after that, we tell you the box office roundup. Mm. And that's like the way that the show has always been structured. But today, two of our segments don't have a lot to talk about because it was Christmas. I got some news. Well, but there's, not, on yeah, me. there's not a lot. What was the news? Well, uh... In the news here, you know what we did have? Talking James Cameron, uh, there was an AI uh, written, directed, and storyboarded movie that was released. What? Did you not see it? No. Are you sure it's not like an Instagram account you found? Like, we found some lost slides of... No, 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 no. The Labyrinth, Star No, it's like, Wars. A, it's like a real, like five minute movie with like a six hour six minute and 15 second runtime with the credits and stuff and it was all ai generated mm-hmm. oh, they God. they use the prompts they use the chat bot so you know all those memes where it's like i fed this and this and this into an ai and it wrote a script for friends and you know and it does like the thing where it's like the one page of script and it was somehow more boring than actual <laughs> friends so they actually did that with the chat bot it did all of the dialogue it wrote the entire script and it gave uh, directorial instructions on how to do camera angles, where to zoom, who to follow. It even gave how to do the lighting and uh, wardrobe choices for the uh, the characters. And then to help storyboard the movie, they put it into a Dolly 2 
to create images for the storyboard. Is Dolly still like a? I mean, because right now Mid Journey is the crazy one, but I, I haven't looked I at Dolly. I don't anymore. remember what the name Mid, of the Journey of the chatbot that they. Used. I've been using Mid Journey to 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 make some stuff, and that is yeah, because it's it kind of relates to what we were man. talking about last week there. Dolly. I'm trying to find. Anyway, it's AI, right? Okay, so they yeah, do yeah, it. In... Yeah, so they they put it in a chatbot, and it wrote this entire movie. And how was you know? it? I mean, Did you it's watch a short it? film. I watched it. It's a. Uh, okay. It's not good. I, I mean, I can tell you that. It's not like it's going to blow your socks off or anything. Well, I wouldn't expect it to. No, it's but... It's still learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I uh, should have wrote the chatbot name down. It doesn't matter. No. But it, it, it's a three-character, or four, I guess four-character with a man on the TV uh, script. And it's about an AI that takes over the world and they're having to get to the safe zone, which is the title of the, of the short film. Safe zone. Yeah. The safe zone. And, uh, with that, they're they're debating amongst the siblings because only one person per family can be moved to the safe zone. And while they're arguing and debating, the AI takes over their TV and flashes images of the apocalypse on their faces. And it's like, no one's going to the safe zone. The AI controls everything. I'm in charge of your destiny, and you have no option. And then the dude at the... Uh, the so it's Hal, basically. Uh, kind of, yeah. Uh, but they all just have to succumb to the uh, overlord that is the AI. So Skynet. It's, the end. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. So the thing about that movie... Singularity. And, and Skynet is... Uh, James Cameron uh, with things like this coming out and, and them being like, this will change the way that movies are written. Uh, it threatens Hollywood or whatever. But a lot of people like it can help because we can get the basic idea of what to do and then just edit it and, and make it into something. Um, but James, so thousands of storyboarders are going to be out of work. Maybe. Uh, but James Cameron came out and he was like, uh, you know, if I was to do Terminator again, which they're have been multiple talks about he would focus more heavily on the ai portion of it being uh the scary part than just uh bad robots doing well, scary things i mean things. the thing about terminator that was scary is is it was ai skynet was but that's the what ai he would the focus robots were like ai can only it has to have something to control he would focus more on that and like he, brave little toaster just like dark well but the last Maximum Overdrive. Was it the last Terminator or the Terminator AI. before last where it was Genesis? about the app? Yeah, oh, was God. it, I think was it, it no, Genesis? Was, no, Genesis was actually okay. Um, I think it was the one before Genesis. No, Genesis was, yeah, Genesis was the one that was okay. What's the one that had the 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 girl bot lady human person from the future? That was, that was the last one that came out. Yeah, what was that one called? Velvet Santa that Genesis had the app too. Yeah, Genesis was the one with the app that Arnold at the end became like a part regular, part liquid. Dark, dark fate. fate. Yeah, mm. that one's trash. Um, but so Genesis kind of did the AI thing a little bit with the whole app deal. And the app became Skynet and all that stuff. But James Cameron was like, I'll focus more on the AI portion of it. Because in the past, Terminator's been like, yeah, Skynet took over and all this stuff. But the Terminators themselves are really what is the, the scary, scary part. part right? Because that's like the action portion of it. But he's like, really? Because yeah, you can see and you can touch it. And back then, not everybody was as familiar but with... But AI is a, a more relatable and, and well, semi-tangible thing. Not in 1985 it was Exactly. Wasn't. So, yeah. yeah. 
So apparently James Cameron is... 1985, you still had to grab like a telephone and like go click yeah. into your computer and then well, like... Well, and the AI is going to take over the world. You just unplug the phone yeah. cable and yeah. it's like... Uh. Yeah, you put bras on your head mm-hmm. and then you put the phone on the computer and then you t- make a hot babe girlfriend. Yeah. Like that's how you use computers in the age. But she's not there to be your girlfriend. She's there to teach you life lessons and help you figure out how to get your own girlfriends because she's there to improve your life, not to be the, the means of... Like not to be the end but the means to the end because really she cares about you and, and your progress as a person. Lisa was actually a very well-written, strong female lead. Uh, those, yeah. yeah, Weird Science is badass because they're like, let's make a chick with boobs that'll let us touch them. And he's like, yeah, dude. And, and then she it. And then she shows up and she's like, what if I just make your life better and don't let you touch the boobs because you boys need to grow up. And then they learn about life and it's a fantastic movie. And Robert Downey Jr. They learn how to be responsible. Man. They learn how to like take, take, you know, responsibility for their actions. They learn how to be strong. And, and, and Lisa's just like my boys, you know, and she, she really came in and was a mother figure mm-hmm. made of magic. Dude, Weird Science is a good movie. Weird Science is such a good movie. And everybody movie. that... And then Chet gets turned into a turd. Yeah, he's just like, come on, guys. Or what, what, what does he say? It's like, serve you something. What was what he going to serve him? Like a bowl of soup and a, and an, and a smelly ashtray or whatever. I don't know, he, he just says kept something. calling him turds, so yeah. Lisa turned hey, him into a turd. Yeah. Yeah, everybody that thinks they know that movie is like, oh, it's just about these two teenage boys trying to make titties. No, it is not. It is... That's it the is. first 15 seconds mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah, see it to the end. In a greasy ashtray. God, Bill Paxton, an amazing man. Speaking of Bill Paxton news, what a good segue into the piece of news I had. Terminator related. Also Terminator. Yeah, he was the the, the Mohawk guy, wasn't he? Yeah, you're a spucky hair. Um, And uh, anyway, Twister, the Twister sequel, which has been being talked about forever, is set to touch down in 2024, according to Variety this week. They can't do it with Bill Paxton now. Well, they're going to make the kid of, you know, uh, Hunt and Paxton. um, I hate it. Yeah. um, Joe and Bill, I guess, the the characters in that one. But Amblin Entertainment coming to, you know, head this one up again. Uh, Steven Spielberg talking about somehow getting involved personally. uh, But Universal and Amblin, in fact, a, a director um, hoping to nail down Mark L. Smith from uh, the, excuse me, The Revenant, and I, you know, I they want it because the original Twister, I mean, it it made almost a half billion dollars at the box office, and at the time that was huge for a movie that was not an IP, not a comic book. It was just a good ass movie with with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton and being awesome. When Velvet and, Santa pointed out, Phil, Philip Seymour Hoffman, he's one of the Storm Chaser guys. He's he's not around more, anymore nope. either. So. And, uh, you know, it's it's Oklahoma, Oklahoma Twisters, which we know a lot about because they're right over there. And, y- yeah, you know, um, Velvet Santa says great soundtrack with Van Halen and Mark Knopfler. Uh, pretty fun pun- pinball machine. Has a five-ball multiball. It's pretty cool. It spins around and like in a twister and they go all over the place. Let's not forget the cow. The flying cow? How could you? Did they decommission that ride in Universal Studios? I, don't know. I actually watched like, Twister at the drive-in at our recently oh, I, I deceased went, drive-in. I, went, we were, I think we went to that same show. Did we not? I don't know. Maybe it was the same I'm talking weekend. when I was like a kid. Oh, they re-released it here. Oh. 
but the 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 Universal Studios Twister ride or Twister experience was always kind of cheesy and fun, but it was cool. Oh, it was closed. No, it, it, I mean ninety eight. It it did not shut down in ninety eight because I went um, in the not nineties. I went in the two thousands and I went and saw it and I had a great time because the cow like went woo 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 and it was great. But uh, I think that they may have decommissioned it and put like minions up instead. But um, Anyway, so uh, yeah, they're they're planning on this um, 2024, uh, trying to get it released. I don't think I like this news. I think it's just going to be another cash grab, as all things are. They're like, can we get a movie somebody's familiar with, but nobody's attached to it, so we don't really have to be uh, faithful to any sort of source mm-hmm. material, and then make a new one. And I mean, what source material? Storm Chasers. I mean, it's 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 real, it's, you know. But yeah. talking about bad ideas in movies, Nicolas Cage did an interview recently, and he said he really wants to do a musical, even though he knows he can't sing very well, because he said he's done everything else. And it'll be the greatest musical <laughs> And there will ever. be a built-in audience for it, for sure. Yeah, uh, me. Velvet Santa says, saw Terminator 2 3D twice. We watched it once. We went together and watched T2 in 3D with the with the release of that. I think he was talking about the Terminator ride at Universal, um, which I did that too. But we did see T2 in 3D. Yeah, and, and it was, was actually really, really, really good. Pretty awesome. Uh, and the only changes Cameron made to it was he enhanced, um, he changed out the stuntman's faces and did like an, a digital replacement so it looked like Arnold and doing the stunts instead of a dude with a completely different haircut. Terminator has sick tunes. All the movies. No, you're right. Hey, talking about movies in the future too, you see all the stuff about James Gunn's DC? Because that's going to be in the news for a while. I'm so now. tired of hearing about James Gunn and well, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three and then oh, James hey, Gunn's oh, DC. And we James can't Gunn. talk to Marvel. We're getting away from Marvel. We're doing our, our boy Vince a favor well, here. He's not even here. Well, I, I'm he'll wor- come back. He'll he'll be here. He'll I'm watch. I'm worried it. about Vince because Vince true. is is a viewer that's been on our Twitch. He's been on our Periscope. This dude's been a viewer since we were on the radio. Like, just barely doing live streams. We were still on air, and he somehow found us, like, in Chicago. I don't know. But he's he's gener- he's, our, he's our Twitch mod, and he's he's generally the first and last person in the chat, and he's not here. <clears throat> so, hope he's doing okay. But to, to, to do him a solid, not talk about Marvel. Okay. Don't talk, talk about it. James Gunn. And James talk Gunn and not books. Marvel stuff. Other comic books, which will help occupy the news for the foreseeable future here. Uh, per an article on Yahoo here, uh, he has been answering some questions asked by fans. Uh, and his first things about it is that the DC Universe, as seen by him and whoever the other dude in control of it is now, said it'll be something different. Uh, but that's down the line because first they oh, have to get through the quote. remaining four DC movies of the already killed DC EU. So Shabam is coming out. Right? Shazam two, Flash, Flash. Blue Beetle, oh, and right. Aquaman two because Blue they Beetle. nixed Batgirl. Wait, I thought we already got Aquaman two. No, Aquaman two is like the last of those. So what was? Did we not see have already have two Aquaman movies? No. Really? And the second one hasn't come out yet. 
Because that was the whole thing with God. John, the first one was just Johnny Depp, double stupid. That I, well, I it felt like two bad movies. Talking to me. about people ripping off. That's the one with IPs. all the crabs and like the four sea mm-hmm. armies, like having a dumbass battle on the bottom of the ocean that no one gives a shit about. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. And so, then the guy from Insidious. Or exactly. Was yeah, like, the, the, I'm a, also a bad crustacean wearing armor guy. The majority and, of the movie was just, um, uh, 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 crap. What? The, uh, I had it and I lost it. And then Black Manta. I thought there was like two Black Manta. Like Black Manta came no. out. No. What's one movie. the? Was he in Justice League? No. Uh, yeah, Aquaman no, was. No, was Black Manta in Justice no, League? No, not at all. Uh, what's the f- Uncharted? It's Uncharted Two. Aquaman was just Uncharted Two, and then they made him Aquaman at the end. But didn't we the- just get an Uncharted movie? Yes, that had the same scenes in it because it was now also was like, based on the same game. Mark Wahlberg was like, "Hey, Spider Man, let's go find some treasures." Hey, how's yeah, yeah, your mother? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have not yet had Aquaman Two because the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Everyone's like, "Well, screw Amber Heard, take her out of the movie." We didn't want her in this to begin with. And DC was like, "We're not going to back down on this." Hey, thanks, Al. Topic, um, but uh, oh yeah, thanks for the follow, Al. They are they've yet to release Aquaman Two. That has not come out yet. That's electric. Be, that's last in line. We got to get Shazam Two first, then the uh, the <laughs> Flash. Shazam Two. Then, like, think about the DC universe. Blue Beetle might be last because I think Blue Beetle's still filming because it has Jaime Reyes is played yeah. by the dude from Cobra Kai, right? Um, which which in, will be good in video game news. Cobra Kai two video game uh, just snuck on in there and got released like a week oh. or two ago. You know what's going to be really really funny because you know you've got the Shazam movie that they're like, oh god, we get we got to you know even though the first one was pretty good and no one liked Black Adam, but we're going to release the Shazam movie anyway. And then God, we got to get through Flash because Ezra Miller is like. Murdered and beat up and, and well, I wonder are burgled. They, are they going to edit out any Black Adam stuff from Shazam, Shazam. too? I don't know. But here's what's going to be really, really funny because Blue Beetle is Blue Beetle coming out before or after Aquaman? Probably after. So Blue Beetle will be the last of the four. I would think. Here's my prediction: Blue Beetle is going to make a shitload of money. And Blue Beetle is going to be the one that, like... Especially if they bring in Booster Gold. Well, Blue Beetle is going to be the DC's Black Panther. And it's because it's going to be, you know, uh, uh, the minority superhero that everybody loves. And, and, and everybody's like, this is the one that makes me a fan of this universe. And then they're going to be going, It's already oh, nixed. Shit. It's already gone. Right. And that's what's going to be really interesting to watch is because what is DC going to do? Because they're, they, so, they're, their card is Blue Beetle. That's a and, whole thing about James Gunn's DC is how much of the DCEU is going to remain in his DCU. What's what's the E? Extended universe. Oh God, that's what they've always called their cinematic universe. Because Marvel has MCU, their Marvel Cinematic. So DC was like, what's the DC EU? I thought that was like the uh, no. The DCU is that the animated stuff? Mm, DCU is just DC Universe, but that's what they're gonna call. It. It's now DC Studios instead of Warner Brothers Division DC Extended Universe Story. What it. God, I need a flowchart. It's now DC Studios, okay? It's it's the DC Studios. But the, the point of it is, uh, people have been asking him questions. 
they said they want uh, commentary tracks added to their Blu-ray releases. And he said, I'll work on it. And they said that they want coordination with the comics and the movie releases so that they can get reprints of comics that feature some of the stories that influence the movies. And he said, I'll work on it. And then they said, is there going to be studio interference like there was with Zack Snyder that makes it where we hate everything about DC? Because as you see from the Snyder cut, if they would have just waited for him to grieve his uh, deceased child and not brought in uh, friggin' Joss Whedon that everyone hates now, uh, finally, uh, to reshoot and ruin the entire movie, uh, everyone would have liked the Zack Snyder cut and they might have gotten somewhere with some DC stuff. And he goes, the only interference is going to be from me and my partner. So we're the only two allowed to direct these things. Don't worry about it because we're not going to interfere with well, ourselves. Like James James Gunn, I think his his whole tactic, which has always been his tactic, is he's going to go. I'm going to go find the dumbest characters. I'm gonna I'm gonna go dig up wiener fingers and shark butt and uh, tarantula titties, and we're just going to make this crazy wacky mon like musically inspired uh, wacky game. Are you talking about Suicide Squad? Oh yeah, he already did that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right, he already did that too. And uh, you, you know, that's what he's hes just going to do that with all the DC. He's going to... Maybe we'll get a Plastic Man. Maybe this is the mm. way that we'll get a Plastic, plastic Man. Plastic Man is highly unlikely. But what they did say is that uh, people have been asking questions and it has been maybe highly we'll a- alluded to that there's going to be influence from Justice League Unlimited and Young Justice because DC Animated kills it well, yeah, all the time. But Young Justice is already done, and it's, it was already good. We don't, like, go watch that. They're going to end, it's going to influence, like, and Justice League Unlimited is really, really, really good. And you know what makes Justice League Unlimited good? Every episode, they're like, here's an obscure DC character, and they don't give an origin Hammer or, toes. An, or an introduction. They're like, here's the question. Here's Plastic Man. Here's uh, Seven of the Blue Beetles. Here's uh, Booster Gold. Here is characters from the Legion of Superheroes in the year 3000. You know, they're just like, here's these heroes. Ter- Mr. Terrific. F- figure it just out. Just shows up. Yeah, and they're there because... Here's a mother box. Yeah, they are yeah. heroes. They're established. You don't need to do the whole thing. And that's what made Justice League Unlimited so cool is because every episode wasn't just... Bat- it wasn't the, the, the Trinity. It wasn't Batman and Wonder Woman and Superman every episode. Some episodes, you would get Huntress in question. Some episodes, you'd have whoever... You know, and and it was fun. You're like, oh, wow, DC has so many heroes, and this is rad, and all the stories were so good. Um, But instead, DCEU has been what it has been so far. The Legends of Tomorrow. Well, that's on TV. That's like its whole thing. But the the point is here, uh, DC's future is... uh, who knows? Who knows what? I'm just so tired of comic book movies, man. When I was sitting in the theater for Avatar, t- not going to end anytime soon. Every single trailer was a comic book movie, and I'm like, "Are we? Oh my god! How? Where have we come?" I didn't get an Indiana Jones trailer. I thought I was going to get one. We didn't get one. It was just Shazam, and then Ant Man, and then uh, some other Marvel one that I forgot. Um, there was there was there was like there was like four all comic book trailers. I'm just like yeah. Have, well, did you see the trailer for Knock at the Cabin? 
Yeah, but that wasn't in my movie. That's the new M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, yeah, and the Shyamalan with, with uh, Batista yeah. and, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Rupert Grant? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks pretty pretty Shyamalan-y. Yeah, about um, a um, group uh, of weirdos going to go kill some other people in the woods because well, it's a family, to save the world. A trio family, gay dads and their adopted uh, ethnic child, and they're in a cabin in the woods, but then this uh, very diverse group of people shows up to their cabin and they say, listen, one of you has to die and you got to pick who it is or everyone in the world will die 100,000 at a time for every time you don't make a decision. And they're like, well, we're not doing it. And they're like, watch the TV. People are dying. And it's your fault. And, um... Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna... As Albert says, Knock Knock looks pretty good. Um, I'm I'm here for it. You know, everybody gives Shyamalan a bad rap, you know, and and I will admittedly also give him a bad rap for Unbreakable and Avatar. Uh, But for the most part, he's a pretty good director. You know, what's wrong with Unbreakable? It's stupid. The first one? Yeah. Oh, no. Boring. It might be a little boring. I mean, I thought, I thought. uh, uh, Unbreakable is like one of the ones that everyone liked. No. Yes, yeah. boring. Everyone liked Sixth Sense, and everyone liked Unbreakable. Sixth Sense was great, and then uh, the James McAvoy um, split or whatever. I thought that one was better than Unbreakable, and uh, but it was part of the Unbreakiverse. Or yeah, whatever. and then they did that third one. There was like, and it was like glass. Oops. Yeah, what, what 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 have we we done? But yeah, you, you know I don't like Unbreakable. I never have. A, that was what? that was the thing that pissed me the, off so hard about Split is uh, the that it, they linked it to Unbreakable at the very end where like. Uh, you know, Unbreakable comes in in the back and he goes, oh, I'm sitting here in a diner. And I'm like, ah, I just like this so, movie and now I hate it. Al Topic says Unbreakable better than Sixth Sense. I'm going to agree with that, actually. I think Unbreakable is better. And the twist in Unbreakable is is more fun. See, this is where I get mad. The is, Shyamalan twist? Because everybody's expecting a twist. How, what, does, why he does it have to have a twist? That. He no, established that no, himself. No, he didn't. Everybody put that on him. You do it one time, and everybody thinks that that's what you got to do He forever. doesn't do it one time. He did it many times. He did times. it like twice. Unbreakable in Sixth Sense. No. Yeah. He did Sixth Sense, uh-huh. and then he did Signs, and it was like, okay. Signs came out before Unbreakable? Pretty uh, sure. I don't think so. Was with the, and then that was, was like the, oh, well, water water they're afraid yeah, of that's not a twist the aliens invade the one planet that is 70 percent of the thing that they don't like um i don't but whatever what i'm saying is he's not all about the twist and everybody looks for the twist and when they don't get a twist they go well, he sucks and it's like well why so vince coming in says he'd have to say i really liked unbreakable but the more i watch it the more it's like sand through my hand yeah so unbreakable is is like it's not like a watch it on every year movie like a Christmas movie. You, you know, you, I mean, you can sit there and break it down and be like, well. No, it's unbreakable. It's, yeah. Well. Womp. Yeah. They're, 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 yeah, the, the twist is that Glass was the villain the whole time. And it's a good twist. It's like a good comic book plot like thing, the way that it's aiming for. And that's what makes it a fun movie is that he was discovered and, and, and somewhat trained or, or led to be who he is by the villain. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's it fun. It wasn't man. deep. No, no one said it was deep, but it's a good movie. It wasn't even a twist. Um, the twist is that there was no twist. I don't know. I just, the never... twist is that he also would succumb to water like the aliens. Yeah. What's, what's Shyamalan's deal with, with water? Yeah. He must be afraid of water. Anyway, I, I'm, 
I'm just not a big fan of Unbreakable. Sorry, I don't know. I just, it just, is, and 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 I love its pedigree. You if know, I, I mean, if I had Bruce to watch Willis, like, Sam Jackson, sign me up. I was there. If I had to watch one Shyamalan movie, it would be Unbreakable. Nah, man. I like it better than Six Sense when he turns that light on under the blankets and that that lady's just like puke. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyway, M. Night Shyamalan, uh, knock, knock. That, that trailer is running around. But anyway, we need to um, – this is the part where we tell you what movies are coming out this weekend. There aren't any. So there you Hold go. On. There was one more bit of news. That oh, was just a, like a fun thing. So I Want to Dance came out just prior to Christmas, yeah? And being a musical biopic, it, of course, has wild inaccuracies. Right. But there's interviews and articles with the director, and the director like is like, oh yeah, here's the inaccuracies of the movie, or they're like, was this true? And and it's like, oh yeah, that a hundred percent true. Here's the research we did, and this is how you know it's real. And they're like, well, what about this? Because that seems like a because it was a, also a three hour movie. Is it? I think so. It's oh wow, there's like no way I'm going to watch that time. Uh, Everything in the theater right now is like three hours. There's like one thing where like, is it true that Whitney Houston was really uh, zonked out on drugs and that's why she missed her dad's funeral? And they're like, "Uh, we don't know that 100%, but she went into rehab just like a couple months later. So there's a greater than zero (laughs) probability that this may have been the thing. Yeah, They're like, well, she might have been just mad at him still. Bobby Brown didn't want to talk about it. But yeah, so. uh, Yeah, two hours, 26 minutes. It's kind of fun to see that the director of a musical biopic will engage in a conversation about what is and what is not accurate in that film. Whereas like ones with like Bohemian Rhapsody, they're like, well, this is the story of queen. And then like, everyone's like, no, it's not. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's not real. That's the fun thing about biopics is, you know, most of the time to make it work on film, it can't be. Otherwise it's just a documentary and documentaries are, are, can sometimes put you to sleep. Um, anyway, Velvet just watched Walk Hard. Oh. Yeah, Walk Hard's the best one. What is with everybody's obsession with Walk Hard? Have you ever seen it? I've tried. It's amazing. It's so good. I can smell again. I can smell. I can smell horse shit. It's awful. <laughs> it's so good. It's just a dumb comedy, man. It's I, I yeah I know. I agree. The wrong kid died. Oh, Dewey Cox. Um. Anyway. Uh, what was I going to say? Movies that are coming out this weekend, there aren't um, because Avatar is still out. It's a holiday weekend. Nobody wants to compete with that. It's New Year's Eve weekend. Um, d- this is a terrible time for movies. Um, That's thank true, especially you, thank you, James. New Year's is on a, a Sunday, so who's going to be sitting in a movie theater uh, letting midnight roll by as uh, they're sitting and watching a movie? In a uh, movie Albert says he wants to see Babylon. I also want to see Babylon, even though it is another three-hour-long movie. More than three hours, isn't it? Oh, no, nah, it's like three hours, four minutes, something like that. It's like right at the three-hour I, I posted in the Discord one of the uh, the article uh, review t- titles for it was that it was a pile of elephant turds or something like that. Babylon? Mm-hmm. Um, some of the re- – I read a review um, or just the highlight of a review. I try not to read reviews until after I've seen a movie. But uh, someone was saying, like, the first two hours were great. The third hour was kind of just, like, dragging on. And, I mean, that's, like, the three-hour movies, man. Like, this, come on. We don't need them. We most certainly do not need them. We're talking of James Cameron and his movies, remember when Titanic came out and everyone's like, dude, it's three hours. And everyone's like, three hours? Yeah, that's two a VHS tapes long. A, it was. It was a two VHS tape long movie. And that was a big deal. 
Um, oh, what's my Discord Velvet handle? Velvet Santa asks in Twitch, what's your, Jake's, uh, what's your Discord handle? Isn't it like Jube Dude? Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Y'all can have it. It's on, that's my that's my handle on, on everything. Uh, Vince put it, but there's an I after the E. Uh, that's me on Xbox and uh, Twitch. and You can follow him. You can play him in video games. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's me invite. on every video game ever, uh, except for PlayStation. I went to sign up for PSN, and they said someone took my name. So I might have signed up for it years ago on something that I don't remember and can't access it. So I'm Jube Dude one on, on PlayStation. But number one. Every PC game. Not and, like 69 or 1134 or no. 8008. You know what, though? I signed up for my PSN account with Jube Dude <laughs> email. So it's like, there's only one of me. The OG dude, mm-hmm. Jube Dude. Uh, let's see here. Anyway, uh, so, so there's no movies coming out this weekend. So there you have it. Um, it's a weird time. Uh, there, there, there are movies in theaters right now you can go see. Uh, like Al was saying, you know, uh, Babylon is is out there. It's actually in a lot more theaters than you'd think. Uh, most people are are really looking at uh, Avatar and Puss in Boots, which are both in over four thousand theaters nationwide. Uh, the Whitney Houston and the Babylon are both just over three thousand theaters nationwide. Um, you can, you know, uh, the Whitney Houston movie is actually in what thirty six hundred theaters nationwide. It's it's out there. What's you can wild check it out. about that is that there were trailers for that everywhere. And then the last couple of months, it disappeared. And all of a sudden, it just... It's because Avatar. Everybody's just getting, like, beaten over the brain with the hammer of Avatar, and they forgot about it. Like, that's marketing. Vince watched The Fablemans. Uh, Vince over on Twitch, yeah, he said he watched The Fablemans, thought it was fine. It's not all about movies. I had plans to watch it last week for a minute, but it also is a three-hour movie three hour movie it's only in about 1100 theaters nationwide so not in a whole lot of movie theaters out there uh currently so the top 10 movies you know only let's see seven eight nine and ten are all not in very many theaters you know it's the it's the top four that are predominantly in every theater on the country so there you go. Al Topich says the only good movie longer than three hours is the seven-hour epic Sandantango or Seven Samurai. Which seven is, Samurai more than three hours? I think it's close to four. Yeah, Seven Samurai. Mm, seven Samurai does not feel like it's that long. Ooh, awesome. Ron. Ron is like that long. Yeah, Ron's pretty freaking long. How long is Kagemusha? Kagemusha is like... Well, Vevelsan says The Stand was good, but The Stand was a miniseries. Now, if, so now that we're talking Kurosawa movies... Kurosawa movies can be as long as they want to be because they're amazing. Yeah. I mean, I agree. You know, the thing about Kurosawa movies, though, is... Is there's a point to why it's that long? And there's something always happening and there's that story. So the, the, the space and the pauses and all of that... That's adds depth to, yeah. to those stories and gravity and and in intensity that you need to make those. Well, it also enhances the realism, you know. Well, yeah, uh, well, especially the the uh, formality of everything Japanese and like the samurai stuff. Oh, Kurosawa movies, yeah, Kurosawa are, so movies are great. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Avatar. I saw Avatar: Way of the Water, aka Waterplay, aka Waterworld, aka uh, Navi with tails and and fins, aka uh, the Windows ninety eight desktop screensaver, aka two uh, three hours and fifteen minutes of uh, CGI David Attenborough, uh, aka 
three hours of my life I can't get back. Uh, AKA connective tissue between the first and third one. Um, You're the only person I've heard so far that hasn't had just like a glowing review of this. Well, and here's the deal. And this is what I kind of teased out a little bit in the pre-roll show. It's all about water. I want anybody, somebody that watched this movie to tell me what this movie was about. Okay, you know, the first Avatar, all right, we got it. There's people from Earth, they're coming down here to get this rare mineral, and they're kind of fern-gullying up this planet full of people that are just like, we love trees, and then, uh, you know, America is in there like, we freaking hate trees, we're mowing them down and get metal, make our machines, because that's what we do, capitalism, you piece of shit, Mm, smog city. And then they're like, we got to. Tim Curry comes out and sings and like sucks the smoke yeah, pipes goes, and stuff. Slime beneath me. Yeah. Slime up above. Ooh, my toxic love. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fern Gully song. Yeah, I got them all up here. But um, anyway, so, you know, the first movie, it, 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 granted, it was again, you know, the, the whole uh, white savior Pocahontas thing everybody talked about. But Velvet Sand says it's about love and loss, strife and hardship in world life. No, it's not about any of those things. It's about. Uh, a bad guy from the first one that you thought was dead coming back helping on revenge because they copied his brain into a computer and then then they're that's it that's that's the whole fucking movie like there is literally nothing else in the movie i thought they wanted whale (laughs) whale drugs Oh, oh, that was like the, the tiny, oh, it was like space ambergris that yeah. all of a sudden, like, even though that sky people have only been on uh, Pandora for barely a calendar year, they have managed to discover and create a whole industry around whale uh, or, or space ambergris that they, in one sentence of a three-hour movie, give you the reason why they want it. And he goes, it's rich stuff. It keeps us young. Anyway, that's it. Moving on. Like, you're like, wait, what? I thought you guys were going to try and tear form a planet because earth was dying but nobody talked about that anymore and now you're you've got like you've got like new zealand pirates that somehow have established and created all of this very specialized machinery for killing this one species of animal they also just happened to discover that its brain juice keeps them alive longer like what the fuck is happening here and and why did you not expect Band on any of this it's just no we wanted to have a john wick moment where you get really sad when a whale dies so that when we kill these white people you're gonna be really happy about it that's all that was that is all that was okay and uh you know and al's like it's a movie that was written because james cameron wanted to create new technology he didn't really create that much new technology because the same shit he used in abyss and titanic he's got a hard on for water stuff like titanic he did invent new technology. no i'm saying okay. he did it's the same stuff that he's used a bunch of times and uh you know it, it's nothing happened in this movie and you're like oh but the, the one character that died was so sad and i was like oh you could tell from the first five well the first act of the movie this is this is a character's gonna die because the one you couldn't remember his name because he was so underdeveloped like it was just like this, this is the most wafer thin wafer thin plot line but everybody that comes out of that theater is gonna go man that was kind of cool because yeah a lot of cool shit on the screen is gonna be kind of cool but it does not make a good movie if you had told me why the sky people came back in more than one sentence like that's what made me so mad about this movie is three fucking hours long and you got two sentences of plot two sentences two you could two tiny tiny sentences of plot they don't explain 
anything, any reason, or why this guy is so hell-bent on revenge, even though multiple times, like, all you have is this dude's memories. And he's like, well, I'm going to go ahead and, and ruin all these resources to just completely derail the storyline, to chase this one guy for no particular reason other than revenge. And I'm going to get his family, and all of these military people are going to do exactly what I say, even though I'm leading them all to their doom and wasting all of this money, because we got to get this guy. Why do we got to get this guy? Because I just don't like him. That's why. And because uh, he's the human in the avatar. He's But there's like 10 there's at least 10 or 20 human avatars now. Like some of the science dudes stayed behind and they're like avatar people too and they've integrated into the Navi and you know and then there's you know they're introducing a whole new biome of like water people cuz you know the next one's going to be about fire people so there's going to be like a Navi desert probably like let's clip this. Here's my prediction for the next one which they haven't revealed any of the plot. But it's going to be a different element because there's clearly a trend here. We've got woods elves, and then sea elves, and then volcano, and then volcano elves, and if yeah, fire, yeah, and then okay, all right. Let's say well, they can't underground. They Vince says, I wonder why they scrapped the air when I went with the water. The air must have been really nothing. But they keep calling the sky people the humans, so they can't call them. You know, they can't be two sky people. Anyway, here's the deal. This is what's going to happen in the third one. It's going to be volcano people or desert people, like like hot people, right? And they're going to be the Navi that are all oh yeah, those are the way we live, and this is the way our tribe is unique and indigenous cultures that don't exist are still underrepresented on screen for whatever reason. I don't know how that math works, but, um, you know, they're going to be out there. And, and since Earth is dying, if you've ever seen, um, what's the movie with Charlie Sheen, um, Contact? Hot Shots Part um, No, no, no. It, it, I think it's 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 the one where the aliens that have the bendy backwards knees and they talk like this. They go, and they're like trying to terraform the planet. And he's like friends with the little kid, the little black kid that's like hanging out with him. And he's the betrayer the whole time. You're like, oh shit. And it's such Charlie a twist. Sheen? Charlie Sheen, yeah. Tiger's blood. And. Anyway, the whole, I think it's contact, and it's not like the one with, um, uh, what's her face? Um, but anyway, whatever. That movie's about aliens terraforming the planet, right? And so they're going to places. The Wraith, and, right? No, the Wraith is where he wears the helmet, and he's the, the guy, and he stops, whatever. Uh, the Arrival, that's it, which is the other movie that is also called The Arrival that is not the same thing. Thank you, Al. Anyway, so it's a terraforming movie, right? And the aliens have been here the whole time, and they got to terraform the planet. What's the best way to do that is because the only thing that this movie avatar did that was consistent was show you that navi people couldn't breathe uh earth air and the earth people couldn't breathe navi air that was the only that was this is a very breathing heavy movie that they never really told you about but breathing was so important wait, wait in the first movie don't humans get exposed to the atmosphere everybody wore a mask even the main character even the other co-main character like Spider, who was basically just the kid from Thunderdome um, that was running around being the feral kid, uh, and he had the little feral. Not Thunderdome, so uh, or Mad Max, um, the boomerang boy yeah, from yeah. Road Warrior. Road Warrior. And anyway, so it's going to be a terraforming movie. They're going to go to the lava because guess what? Sky people are going to go, we need to use all this to create a bunch of steam to make our air, to make this planet breathable for us so we can move here and just make the new Earth. And so then, you know, uh, uh, Earth Navi guy. Uh, It'll be like in, in uh, Total Recall with the with the things, that the ice shafts that go into it. Yeah, it's going to yeah. you got to give the people air. Uh, uh, what is it? What is yeah. it? Come on, Cohagen. Cohagen. You have what you want. Give these people air. Give them air. 
Get so, a three titty lady A. So uh, so Sam Worthington's avatar is gonna be like, well, I've got to go to this next tribe because I'm Tolekmak Chakabak, and it's the same story as the first one and the second one. It's gonna be the same in the third one too to unite the people because only I can do it. And uh, and then they're gonna go stop them from terraforming the planet, and it's gonna be dumb. And that already sounds like a better plot than the one that we just watched because that movie was boring. It was beautiful. And the CGI was great, and all the animal effects, and the the makeup looks so real, and the CGI looks so real, and Sigourney's character looks so real. Well, yeah, that's and like um, uh, James Jayway on Facebook earlier said he's gonna watch in the theater, and so excited is the never watch it at home because your home theater will never be able to compare to the way it looked in the theater uh, when you watched it on the big screen. Yeah, this movie is just looking at how far we've come with CGI. That's it. And it's pretty. It is a beautiful movie. Well, There's... James Cameron did say he would not make this until the technology was available to do it. That's all it was. I mean, do you guys remember like in the 90s, they put out those DVDs of just, you know, like um, it was a pure mood style, like Enigma songs. Like, oh, yeah. And it was like just CGI animation. It was like, look at what we can do in CGI. This was what that movie was. And if they, they could have easily cut out one hour and 45 minutes of like plants and sea things doing this and it being like, oh, doom, 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 you know, and like tribal beats. And, you know, I felt like I was in one of those like Earthstone stores for way too long. And uh, you could have cut out so much of that and them just like plugging in their little creepy tails into other little creepy animals. And sail away, sail away, sail away. And then there's like they commune with the whales instead of communing with the giant flappy birds. And and then again, these like it's so dumb that these Navi, you know, they're just like they also live on the planet, but then they treat them like, oh, you've never interacted with, I've never seen a creature before. Wow and oh god this movie was just so it was just uh it was just like lead feet this movie and uh oh koyana scotsy i mean honestly half of this movie was koyana scotsy without philip glass music and um i guess would it be koyan noyan or uh, yeah it would be Koyan's creation, right? And then the the middle one is industrialization, and the third one is destruction. Uh, so I think, you know, Koyan, Goyan, and Poyan. So I can't remember which one, but the creation one. If, you've, if you're not familiar with the Scotsy trilogy. Koyan is Scotsy. Um, yeah, and... It's like all Philip Glass stuff. Anyway, this movie is just CGI tendrils and water and people connecting to animals and nothing happening just the same bad guy from the first one coming back and they fight and he doesn't even die like they don't even get him which means he's just gonna have a fucking redemption arc in the third one so that that he's gonna have a heart in the third one no spoiler this movie hasn't even been written yet so the third one is yeah the third one's already filmed well have they released it am i giving a spoiler alert or a prediction what's gonna happen what see i think no but you have a spoiler for this movie i think that that guy the bad guy is gonna come back in the third one and he's gonna be on navi and learn the ways of the people and like oh it's not so bad and then in 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 a really critical moment he's gonna sacrifice himself for the better of of uh, pandora and you'll have this redemption arc that's so telegraphed that it makes me want to put my head through the screen um 
Anyway, <laughs> everyone in the theater stood up and clapped and had tears, and and Bo's just sitting there like this. Told you. <laughs> This is dumb, and my nachos ran out two and a half hours ago. <laughs> exactly. Velvet says, I would rather stand in line for the ride for three hours than watch this movie. James says, movies like Avatar are junk food, delicious, but doesn't enrich you in any way. Uh, yes. Uh, Velvet Sentence says, that's the last. The Shredder event says, what was the mood of the other people in the theater, Bo? Did they seem to like it? Most people, like, there weren't a lot of reactions in the theater. People were just kind of like watching it. it it's like a bunch of children in front of an ipad for the first time they're like look at this we've we're mesmerized by things we've never seen before and then when they leave they're like well that was kind of cool and i was like well what was your favorite part that was kind of cool and i go yeah well what was the movie about that was kind of cool and then I, one person i was like okay tell me why you enjoyed it well it was exactly what it should have been which was what it was just really cool. And I'm like, this you can't even describe it. People that liked it can't even you tell me why they liked it. You tell me you stood at the door and you conducted interviews with I people. I do. Well, I'm the, the creepy weirdo. Hey, you, hey. asshole. Come here. Come here. I got some questions for you. Come here. What did you think about this movie? Tell me what you thought about this movie. But no, I sit. Boom, I'm driving to the big rock. What do you think about the movie? Was it good? No, well then, I think it sucked. What do you think? Well, you thought it sucked too. Okay, yeah, it was pretty, whatever. We Screw agree. you, get out of here. We agree. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. But no, I stand I stand near the door, like, sipping the rest of my cola, and, like, I'll listen to what people are saying as they leave. Hey, boys, on. Come here. Hey. Hey, hey you over there. They, they, they yeah. didn't like the movie also? Come here. Tell me what. Tell me why. Tell me what you thought. Yeah. You um, do, like, a Father Guido Sarducci interview with people? I, I should. Yeah. But uh, Vince says, yeah, I heard the last 45 minutes was very Transformers, fast-moving colors. It's just another big battle scene. The same as the the same as the first movie. There was so much repetition in the first movie, and then it's you know, and I'm I'm not gonna fault James Cameron for recycling scenes from famous movies. I mean, you had you had great scenes from Abyss, great scenes from Titanic, great scenes from Jaws, great scenes from you know. I was about uh, to say, you can't fault James Cameron for recycling movies like, scenes from his great movies. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you know, uh, fun things from True Lies, fun things from you know. He's he's the he, he knows how to make scenes that we're like, fuck yeah, dude, yeah. God, and wait, did he have someone tied up to the chair and they they tell the truth? Of course, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> no, but get out of here. Oh, he had. There was so many people handcuffed. That was to, the best. To things. And true lies. Where where he had the truth serum. There was a person strapped, not telling the he would not break. I mean, it was ugh, man. I just it was, it was. If this movie had been an hour and a half long, I would have left and been like. All right, man. All right. We'll see the next one. We'll see the we'll see the Lava Navi. That's whatever, dude. But you took four hours of my day away. And where did the other hour come from? Uh, the movie was at noon. Driving so there, so I, the trailers. I dro- drove there. Got there at noon. Uh, was, the movie started at twelve twenty six, and I left the theater at three fifteen, and um, or no, um, three forty five, and then I got back to my destination at like four fifteen. So yeah, I was like four hours of my day. Um, and it was like, yeah, I can't, yeah, dude, Avatar, God. <laughs> Everyone else I've talked to have been like, dude, it's sick. Well, and it, and it goes back to what I was saying in the pre-roll here is I feel like, you know, like movie Albert in the comments way earlier in the show, we were talking about Waterworld and he was just like, yeah, I hated Waterworld. But then we were talking about how Waterworld's kind of stood the test of time. You go back and you watch a movie like Waterworld and then put it next to something like Thor Love and Thunder and you're like, this movie was written by 10-year-olds with crayons and this movie's actually 
actually not so bad. Why did everybody Why did everybody hate this movie back when the '90s or whenever it came out? And I like Waterworld. Well, and and then that's the thing is like, movies are getting dumber, okay? And movies are becoming more like colorful, like well for the kids, man, for the kids, you know. Can't have Kevin Costner drinking his pee pee. (laughs) Well, you know, I feel like people have started to give excuses for dumb movies, thinking like, oh, well, I mean, it's just a popcorn movie, right? It's just for the kids. Like, you know, there's a lot of just popcorn movie for the kids that are actually intelligent, great stories. Like, E.T. is a popcorn movie for the kids. And you watch it, and it's tragic, and it's scary, and it's sad, and it's fun, and it's exciting. And there's a whole range of story, and there's good guys and bad guys, and there's there's a plot development and a reason for the fucking alien to even be there in the first place. Because he's lost, Because he, he got has left to go behind home. by his buddies who don't give a crap yeah, about Yeah, and so he's got to get home. So there's a reason, you know, and, and, and people forget that these movies, you can have amazing, moving Stories that are for kids, they're for families, they're for popcorn consumption. They're, you know, the, the Jurassic, the first Jurassic Park is a great example of one of those movies that is a popcorn movie that actually has a lot of depth. You know, you're like, oh, you're through dinosaurs biting people off toilets, and it's like, yeah, it's got that. You know what? Jurassic Park is not a movie for kids, but you know who loves Jurassic Park? Kids. Kids. Right? Yeah. And and you know, Avatar's not for kids too. You know how many like white dudes get totally impaled by like spears and uh you know propulsion weapons and drowned and their heads bit off and their arms chopped off and like limbs are flying and they're getting crushed by heavy things. There's like a hundred and fifty deaths like in this movie, and they're just like I'm a evil guy and then they get smashed into a pile of guts and uh you're like yeah because the whale did it and you guys killed a whale earlier well and talking jurassic park and not for kids i remember my granny taking us to see lost world because it was like summertime and we were there during the day and we watched it and uh she was like oh my god oh oh i don't like any of this and then when the t-rex like stomped on that dude in the mud puddle and he just like got his wiped off the t-rex foot like it was dog crap I was like, yeah, so stoked about it. Anyway, I think these movies like Avatar, they're they're playing into those things where director they can they can not write a good movie. Fellas in a Mac and Me, Paul Rudd's favorite movie. Oh, Mac and Me. James says it's as if film executives are using machine learning to find the most profitable formula over the decades. No, that's exactly what they're doing. They they've been doing this for a long time to figure out what they can craft to generate the most amount of profit with the least amount of criticism and uh velvet sentence says i can't wait to hear your review of cocaine bear and movie albert also says cocaine bear looks fun i want to see it based on a true story but again a movie like cocaine bear is not going to be three hours long okay and i'm going into a movie called cocaine bear and you know going into avatar way of the water after 14 years james cameron returns to the silver screen to recapture the magic of one of the most successful movies ever created featuring technology that was invented just for the movie you know i'm like oh god oh i'm gonna see the greatest movie ever made and i go in there and it's three hours of like you're a bad guy don't take my family i'm gonna rescue my family the bad guy got him again because our family's stupid all right we're gonna rescue our family again but the bad guy got me because i'm also stupid Still, oh, well, the bad guy, why don't we just kill him? No, that would be silly. Why would we kill him? We'll kill every other single bad guy in the movie except the bad guy. And just, I'd rather watch Cocaine Bear. I 
Velvet Sense, they made us play on Avatar in front of the TVs on Sam's Club back in the day. Um, yeah, Avatar. Yeah, because it's a, it's a visual spectacle, and it, it shows how good the TVs are, even though they were just opened up out of the box and plugged in and turned on without any settings. Turn on the motion blur. Anyway, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut up, and we're going to do the top ten so Jake can say things. Uh, you know what? Hey, real quick, you know what I watched? You watched uh, something? Yeah, well, I, I can say that, kind of. I tried to watch the uh, Matilda musical, which was a new Netflix release. It's really bad. It's so bad. Did you not have anything to do this week? No, I did. I had way too much to do, which is why I had to do Netflix instead of one of like the seven Indian films that are... Matilda, you know what? I mean, like, if I had wait, time, wait, I would have watched... Wait there was, a second. There was like six or seven Indian films that came out and were in theaters. Those were all like three hours long, too. Exactly. I didn't have the time. It was Christmas. I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah, the only new thing on Netflix was uh, Matilda Musical. It's god-awful. It opens up with uh, newborn babies singing. And, to, and the rest of the movie doesn't change much from there. It's all... So instead of CGI animals doing people things, it's CGI babies. Doing no, the babies things. aren't actually moving their mouths. They're sitting there, and it's like their internal thoughts. Telekinetic. So it's look who's talking. Kind of. Okay. And then it progresses from there, and it becomes like a remake of Matilda, but set in Britain this time because Roald Dahl, and they have his name on it. It's Roald Dahl's Matilda the musical. It's really bad. Wow. Okay, well, Jake's going to get... Oh. Oh, 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 and I watched the first episode of the Gudetama CGI slash live action. I mean... It's there. Yeah, they took a like a little panel, one to four panel comic, Gudetama, and turned it into a 10 minute episode series. For those of you that don't know, I'm pretty sure that's the little booty egg. Yeah, the egg, the little Lay- depressed egg. With the little butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, they focus on Gudetama's butt real hard. <laughs> that's... The purpose, so, all the toys are just good. Like, Tom is like, uh, it starts out as an egg in the fridge and it cracks, it rolls and it cracks open and it's, it's good. And the first thing that happens is its legs spread out, spread out and then the butt cheeks grow <laughs> and then the face happens. But the butt cheeks are like second in the, in the progression of evolution of, yeah. of good. And then the, a little chick hatches and the chick, uh, latches itself onto Gudetama and they're like we're going on adventure and they they the episode ends with them f- figuring out that they're in a uh, refrigerator s- sushi well they they escape the fridge and they find out that they're in a sushi restaurant with the, uh, the with the belt yeah. going around um, so exciting things to come from the Gudetama series it's not the same Gudetama that I've grown Fallen accustomed in to in love with those aren't my cheeks well because I've been uh, aware of Gudetama for a lot longer than I think most. Um, I think I, I remember a couple of years American ago. American people. A few years ago, I gave my sister a little Gudetama uh, for for Christmas. Uh, just as a little booty. Oh, yeah. Gudetama's cool, man. Uh, I, I like Gudetama like pre, like the Sanrio marketing type stuff. Uh, all pre, pre all the cool little toys, the little booty toys. Yeah, I watched Babylon Berlin on Netflix. Jake said he also watched It's a Wonderful Life, Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation, Hook, part of Rudolph. Yeah, so Christmas watchings, I did do all of that. All of uh, and my family talked through every movie except for Hook. Everyone paid attention. Because y'all have seen them a hundred times. I've seen a Hook a hundred times, but it's the best Christmas movie. Well, all right, uh, well, we got to do we got to do the box office because we're running out of time. So Jake's going to do the top ten uh, box office in America. 
it was a holiday weekend, so it was a little bit of an extended box office, even though I uh, we all know what the, the number one and number two ones are, but we only do domestic numbers, so when the number seems a little bit low, remember that these are not worldwide numbers, these are just United States numbers, so number 10, take it away. Oh, coming in at number 10, it's fifth week from Walt Disney's Strange World. Big drop went from number four down to number 10, but no one's been watching it anyhow. Brought in only $430,000 even right there, uh, bringing its domestic take at $35.6 million. Not anywhere what Disney would want it to be, but they didn't put any advertisement out, so that's on them. Uh, tons of action figures from that movie that no kid's going to buy because they don't know anything about it. Uh, coming in at number nine, the menu also big drop from five to nine and it's six week of release, $680,000 bringing its domestic total up to just shy of 34 million. And it at, did get booted out of a thousand theaters this week. Sure. And that's one of those where it's, uh, six weeks in the theaters and bringing in that kind of money is probably good for that type of movie. Mm-hmm. Also, not a lot of advertising out there for it, but it was a searchlight picture. So yeah, it's definitely like a, uh, awards uh it's so focused weird. film it's so weird saying searchlight pictures in 20th century studios and not like 20th century fox, fox and yeah. fox searchlight yeah still disney huh yeah. uh and then in its seventh week out number eight the fablemans uh brought in seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. a lot of these are even numbers mm-hmm. uh which is weird uh and then its domestic intake is only $9.9 million, but it actually got another a little bump. 160 theaters. So, uh, Fableman's f- still out there doing its it's thing. It's Oscar bait. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then number seven, The Whale, uh, climbing from number 14 because it added, uh, it didn't add any theaters. It just got more popular, more I guess. Popular, yeah. It brought in just over a million dollars this weekend, uh, bringing its domestic total to two and a half million, which we do have at a local theater right now. Wait, we have the whale? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll have to see it this week. Yep, it's available at a local theater right now. Um, saw that when I looked today to see if I would have any time. Is to it watch at the Malco? I think so. And then uh, in. Number six, big drop from number two, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and its seventh week out, running three and a half million dollars, even bringing its domestic total to 426 million bucks. Uh, they can handle that big drop because what's it matter? They made tons and tons and tons All of money. All the monies. Uh, and then in its fourth week out, number five, Violent Night, still hanging in there, brought in three and a half million dollars. Its domestic total is just a hair shy of forty-two million. That one's fun. We both watched it uh, independently and uh, had a good time. Liked it. Uh, and then opening at number four, Babylon, three point six million dollars. Not a strong dollars. opening though. That's yeah. only a, a hundred thousand more than the five, fifth and sixth movie. Yeah, I was already seeing articles where it's like <clears> Margot <throat> Robbie's second big old flop of the year. Dumb old Margot Robbie and stupid movies. Um, so I want to see it though. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and then also opening number three. Whoa, this one opened above it. Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody. Four point seven six five million dollars. Small opening. Yeah. So for that one's out there. You can watch a semi-true history of Whitney Houston. You don't see a her. lot of TriStar movies either these days, like the you know, Pegasus TriStar. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
Uh, and then another opening weekend, Puss in Boots came in at number two, 12.420 uh, on that one. So. Puss in Boots. It actually had a bit of a preview, so its domestic total is actually $18.5 million. Holiday, holiday days. So Puss in Boots probably not doing near as good as they would want it to, but compared to everything else... Kick the shit out of Whitney Houston in Babylon. Yep. Uh, and of course, at number one in its second week out, Avatar Way of the Water brought in $64 million even. Now, the weird thing about the even numbers here is that the only one in the top 10 that did not have an even number is The Whale, which was $1,008,819. I wonder if that has. And that's to... more the numbers that I'm used to seeing. I wonder if it has anything to do with, um, like, pricing. Of Holiday ticket pricing? Ticket pricing being being different for for limited release in small small theaters. Yeah. It's just the, the one for the whale makes more sense because it's like some theaters have tickets at 12. Some of them have them at 14. Some of them have it at 15. Some and we usually don't tell you what the... We don't usually like say exact- 18,522,855. We'll usually round it up. But these numbers are all saying even, but yeah, it's kind of weird. super weird. Uh, $64 million. 261.6 is its gross intake uh, for domestic, but it is nearly 9 Hundred million dollars worldwide in its second week out, so just shy of huge billion dollars idea. in two weeks. James Cameron said this one needs to make two billion just to make it where it is a uh, Worth able time. to pay for itself. So this movie did not cost one point five billion dollars to make. Uh, he filmed like two, three, and four, like all at the same. So time. he's trying to pay for all four of them with this one. No, because Dina, our resident like movie numbers person said that two billion is what he said this one was. But that might be like film time, actors, technology, holding it in the vault, advertising for five years. There's no way he spent two billion dollars. Who knows, man? I don't no know. No way. You can own a planet for like two billion dollars, it seems like. You can fly to space for two billion dollars. Um for two billion dollars you can you can own a country. We're talking about billions of dollars in that uh, AI movie I was talking about earlier, Safe Safe Zone. At the end of it, the newscaster was like, uh, "Billionaire Elon Musk buys the Safe Zone." Because that's true. Yeah, that's what would happen. Anyway, that's your top ten movies in America. You can go see any of them if you wanna. Uh, we just talked about Avatar. We will be back next week. We will talk about something. Maybe I'll see the whale if it's playing still uh, at our local theater. But we thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. We are out there on your Twitch. Uh, We're out there on their Facebook. We're out there on the YouTube. We, simulca- or we simulcast all three of these things every Monday night live at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. And if you want to chat with us throughout the week, you can hit us up on our Discord. Uh, link is in our channel bios or probably in the chat here in just a moment when one of our viewers throws it out there. Bam. Bam. Thank yeah, you, Vince. Vince. Quick on it. Uh, you can join in the conversation there with some of our viewers and us, and it's a lot of fun. So, anyway, we hope you guys had a really fun holiday week. Uh, New Year's Eve is approaching. We've got a lot of fun stuff coming up in the new year. Hopefully, uh, our we might try and do our worst of um, 2022 list, but that won't be until mid-January because we got to have time to catch up and watch all these movies that are on our backlog uh, because we do not 
We do not put movies on our list we haven't seen. So that's kind of always a rule. And for our worst of list, it is movies that have come out in the theater. Uh, because movies that just came out, it's just too... You, it's too big. It's too big. You know, when you count all the streaming services and all that kind of crap. So it's just theatrical releases. It's the way we do it. So stay tuned for that. And uh, like, subscribe, share, be cool, be excellent to each other, party on dudes. And we will uh, we will see you next week. Jake, you got anything else? No, we hadn't done that in a while. So party on dudes. All right. Later, y'all. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car be sure to remove the speaker before you leave if you should accidentally pull a speaker loose please turn it in at our snack bar or box office thank you